Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and that there is Nikki Kinzer. Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. I was trying to do that in such a way that I would toss to you while you were still drinking. <laughs> I'm too fast. I was hoping for a spit take. I was shooting for a spit take. Not going to happen. How are you? This is the last episode that we are recording of this year. It this is. fine, fine year of 2021, mm-hmm. 2021. How do you feel as we wrap up the year? Did you do everything you wanted to do? Uh, no. Did anybody? (laughs) (laughs) 2021 was an extension of 2020. A little bit better. Marginally better. Yeah, but not great. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. That is what it is. But it's been a great year for the show. And uh, Mm -hmm. thank you, everybody, for hanging with us. Wrapping as we wrap up season 23 and move into the glorious year of season 24. Holy smokes. Right. Um, we are going to be talking, we're continuing our uh, our, our ADHD treatment trajectory. Uh, we started two weeks ago. We talked about meds with uh, Bill Dodson, who's fantastic. And then, and we should say, we've, we just, just this morning got a, a quote, come to Jesus comment about that episode. Um and, which is very exciting to hear. I, I got a lot of great feedback this. about that episode. Yeah, so, some really great feedback yeah. about that episode. Uh, last week, Sharon Celine talked about what you expect when you're in therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so meds to therapy and what would possibly fill the the gaping hole that exists in your ADHD treatment efforts uh, other than coaching. So right. now we're going to talk about coaching. Nikki is going to teach us uh, a little bit about coaching. If you've never explored uh, coaching uh, yourself uh, and you're listening to this show, that surprises us. This might be what you're looking for. Uh, so here you go. Uh, before we dig into that, head over to TakeControlADHD.com. Get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list, and we will send you an email each time a new episode is released. You can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. And if this show has ever touched you and you think to yourself, I wonder what Pete and Nikki would like for Christmas, <laughs> we have an idea. Head over to patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast and become a patron. Become a, a paying supporter of this show. Your ducats every month, ducats, pounds, crowns, stones, whatever currency you happen to use. Stones, I think, is a measure of weight. Don't do, don't pay don't stones. Want any if anybody stones asks you to pay stones, yeah. we're not interested. <laughs> no. Um, 
You can join for a few bucks a month. You can support the show. You can get access to super secret Discord channels. If you subscribe at the Supreme level, uh, you get access to uh, an additional monthly workshop every month. And uh, you get all, all kinds of, of uh, great stuff. And you get to join us on the live streams of this fair show. So you can watch us uh, foul up the place um, with mistakes. And, and, and today uh, I have my coaching hat on. And you've got a coaching hat on. Mm -hmm. Like, really, a real hat. Although you it's a, thought... It is a hat. You thought, like, really? Yeah. Like, you really wear that when you coach? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's a, it, is a, it is a cute hat. It doesn't feel particularly coachy. athletic yeah. <laughs> or coachy. Yeah, no, it does. It's, it, no, it's, it is definitely a fashion statement. It's much more Carrie Bradshaw, yeah. I think, than... <laughs> Then maybe coach. Right. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, yeah, if you head over there, patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast, it's uh, it's listener supported podcasting and we sure appreciate it. Uh, growing this community has been one of the great delights of of, of what we do. And uh, in fact, it's how we pay for our shoes mm -hmm. is uh, you helping us to grow this community. So thank you very much uh, for contributing to that process and helping us to contribute to our livelihood. Uh, and thank you to Electra Allentown and Captain Zemblanity and Angela Woods this week for becoming new members. Captain Zemblanity. I love it. That's one I that's one I want to take on. I was thinking Electra Allentown is one of the great names that we've had because I've just always been a fan of the name Electra. I think that is mm -hmm. such a great, great name. And it's just unfortunate that right after Electra joins, Captain Zimblanity joins <laughs> because now all I can think of is Captain Zimblanity. Oh, that's so, fantastic. Which I almost feel like should be kind of a, like maybe that is the name of the ADHD podcast spirit animal. Like maybe the ADHD squirrel's name is Captain Zimblanity. It could because it has a little cape. It's got a little yeah, cape. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's right. So, anyhow, right. that's where it is. Patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast to learn more. Thanks, everybody. And now we have announcements, but not 18 minutes of them. No, I, I really tried to uh, tighten this up. However, I am excited about what's happening in 2022. So I want I want to share the organizing challenge. So this begins January 1st. We're playing the purging game uh, in brief, like a very brief summary. Day one is one item, but on day 15, you let go of 15 items. And Pete did the math. So by day 31, it's like 496 items that you get rid of. Pretty darn cool. Yeah, it's those last four items that really I struggle with. We have to get to 500, everybody. Just I know, know right? that at some point you need four bonus items at some point. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We're, we're going for 500. The organizing challenge includes two organizing study halls over the weekend, two hours on Saturday, two hours on Sunday. We're going to have weekly office hours where you can ask me anything uh, specifically around organizing would be nice. But hey, if you have another question, I'm happy to answer it. Uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Uh, yeah, uh, yes for me, but my daughter would say no. Uh. So go. yeah, you never knew. Uh, but there's going to be office hours Tuesdays and Fridays in the morning, and we have a wonderful Discord channel that we are going to share publicly. So whether you want to be part of the actual official challenge, uh, we still want to invite you uh, to the Discord channel as well. So it's going to be seventy five dollars for January if you want to join the organizing sessions and office hours. And uh, you know what? Clear the clutter, Pete, and start the new year off with more space and less stress. That's my commercial uh, for the day. 
Perfect. GPS, guided planning sessions. Two days a week, we are giving you time uh, and space to plan for the week. You get guidance from myself. You are getting guidance from other people. You're uh, planning in this workshop. It's a great thing. All the information that you need to know is online at my website. Enrollment date uh, deadline is January 5th. And the next session will begin on Monday, January 10th. So I hope to see you in GPS. Uh, quickly, because this is not happening until February of 2022, I am going to have an accountability plus coaching monthly membership. Now, so this was a little bit different because when I explained it last week, it wasn't a membership, but this is going to, this going to be brand new. So I don't want to bore you right now. I'll talk about it in January. Um, but I just want you guys to know that this is something new and, and exciting and it's coming. Is that it? That's it. That's 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 all the news. That was like three minutes. Good. You did great. I was really trying yeah. to, you know, make it quick. Yeah. All right. Uh, that means that we get to turn our attention to Coach. Coach Nikki with my coaching Coach hat. Nikki. Although I have to say, uh, all credit to Melissa in the chat room for making the Carrie Bradshaw versus Terry Bradshaw. Thank you. Joke, which I totally missed. And I hang my head in shame that I did not effectively deliver that joke. Yeah. Um, it would have been I'm more not Terry. timely. <laughs> Melissa, Melissa nailed it. Awesome. Okay. All right. So to get started. So here we go. Yeah, we're wrapping this up. Uh, we're, we're wrapping up our little trio of, show, of uh, conversations on uh, treatment and uh, integrating ADHD into your life. Mm -hmm. And so this week we are talking about coaching. About Where do you start? coaching. All right. Well, so... It, this was really fun for me to put this outline together because we talk about coaching a lot in the show throughout our conversations. There's a lot of times where I'll talk about clients or experiences or things that I have seen in coaching. Uh, I don't ever remember a very specific, uh, at least as, as specific as this is going to be about coaching and how it is part of the treatment for ADHD. So I'm really excited to, to talk about this. And uh, I'm going to share with the audience some of the more common questions that I get about coaching and how it works. And is it something that, that might work for you? Um, before we get started, though, I do want to let you guys know that I am following up this podcast with a workshop in our supreme level of our page. Patreon membership. And that workshop is going to go into greater detail about what to look for in an ADHD coach, what questions to ask and how to decide if it's a good fit for you. So I'm not going to talk about that in the show today, but we will have a workshop available for Supreme members of Patreon. All right. First question, what is ADHD coaching? What is ADHD coaching? Yeah, I think that's actually a really good question because I think uh, I I think if you've never had either therapy or coaching, you might confuse the two to get for, with each other. Yes, and I will definitely talk about the differences. Uh, okay. And you know, something that I have found in my uh, career is people will ask me, "Well, Nikki, what do you do? What what do you what do you do for a living? You know, you're at a party or whatever." And when I say, "Oh, I'm an ADHD coach," I just get this like blank stare. So usually, what I what I'll do now is I'll say I work with adults and college students who have ADHD. 
And, oh, okay, well, what does that mean? Oh, I help them navigate life <laughs> with their ADHD. <laughs> okay. So, you know, it's very, I start off really quite general. I don't really talk a lot about coaching unless they really care and want to ask me questions. Um, mm-hmm. And if they do care and I go into it uh, for me, and this is what, what I'm talking to you today is from my perspective, right? It's, it's about my coaching um, and how I do it, but it doesn't mean that that's how everybody does it. Every coach is different. And um, so, you know, I just want to keep that in mind that I'm not talking mm-hmm. generally, I'm really talking specifically about how I do it. Uh, for me, there's three points to coaching that I think are important for people to know. And this is not a linear um, system. It's not like you get to do one, two, and three. You might start at three and do two and one and one and two and three and three and two and one. It's going to be all over the place. And mm-hmm. these points get factored into every conversation um, that I have in in a coaching session. Uh, the first one is awareness. So part of coaching is really being aware of how ADHD affects you. So what I'm doing is I'm listening to what the person has to say, and I'm helping the client recognize that's ADHD. That makes sense. Yeah, that I was you're just going to say that. Yeah, like the number of times we've had these conversations where, like I, I, like there's something that I've integrated into my life and have no idea until it's pointed out that oh right that's because ADHD. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and it's important that that we understand that to an extent. I mean, sometimes we'll never know, is this ADHD or is this just part of my personality? Um, But it is important to understand what characteristics are ADHD. So it does make more sense to you because I think a lot of times what people will do is they'll go the opposite side and just say, oh, I'm being lazy or I don't care. or This is something's wrong with me. So it's giving them that explanation of, no, this is why this is happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think it's important that the client can see, you know, where that fits in. Um, And again, it's not always a clear answer, but it's uh, very helpful to understand, you know, like, for example, time blindness. You know, a lot of times people will start talking about how I just don't understand time and they take it like it's their fault. And then when I say, well, no, actually, I would say 100% of people have time blindness when it comes to ADHD. Oh, okay. So this isn't something I'm doing on purpose. It really is hard, you know. Uh, The second point, and again, this one really goes around all over the place, is acceptance. So we have the awareness of ADHD to help understand ourselves. Um, But my hope as a coach is to help the client also understand that they're not broken. ADHD is not something you fix and it's not something you fight you'll lose if you keep trying to fight it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you begin to understand why you do certain things and then accepting that, okay, this is part of my ADHD. This is going to happen. It's going to be okay. I'm going to, you know, get through it. Uh, And I've said this before and I'll say it again. There isn't a symptom of ADHD that is worth damaging your self-esteem or feeling that you're worthy. Your ADHD does not need help damaging you. It's working hard to do that already. Well, and it's not worth it. That's my point too, is that there isn't a symptom that, that I think you could say is, oh, well, this is bad enough. This is so bad that I should think that I'm 
not as worthy as somebody else because of the symptom. Yeah. There isn't anything yeah. there that's like that. Um, and, and that's kind of what we have to, you know, remember, but the acceptance piece is, is hard and it comes and goes. And I think that, you know, just to put it in very simple terms, there was a gal that I worked with and one of her, um, ideas was that she wasn't going to need to have an alarm to remind her to go pick up her kids. And I'm like, no, you're going to always have to have that alarm. And Oh, as if like that's some aspirational state right. down the road, you'll get good enough at, at managing these things and yeah. that you'll, you'll be able to fix that. that you'll part. be able to fix it. Like I can just get, I will just get into the habit yeah. of knowing when 215 is. And I'm like, but that's not going to happen because of the ADHD. You are probably going to get distracted or you'll see that it's 210 and then you'll find out it's 230 because you missed it. You know, there's too mm -hmm. many things that could happen that could go wrong. So part of the acceptance is saying, I need to have this alarm at 215 to remind me to go pick up my kids. And that's okay. You know, it reminds me of, of something uh, Bill Dodson said, which strikes me right now as really important as, as a, a way to tweak the way I think about accommodations in general, uh, whether it's alarms or meds. Mm -hmm. Why would I want to, like, not have an alarm set? Why would I want to live in a world with any just single little tiny dose of uncertainty that I might miss that 215? Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, why would I want to? I, I just, I enjoy being alerted that it's time for me to do things because then I do the things. And then you do it. Like, right. That's a, that's, that's a, why would I want to, why would I want to live in that space? And you don't have to totally have the stress of relying on your memory. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. Right. And then I would say the third, the third component is strategies. And that's really where people come to me is to talk about strategies. So they want the systems, they want the tools, the strategies. Um, you know, they come into coaching, you know, thinking that these are going to fix them in some way. So again, I need mm -hmm. to remind them that it's not just about fixing them. And I don't go straight into strategies. I want to go deeper into the conversation to figure out how much they know about their ADHD. How do they think about their ADHD? What are they doing right now to, to focus on managing it? Like we need to do more work than just go straight to, oh, here's your time system because that's just a mm -hmm. Band-Aid. And if we don't really talk about what how you think about time or what the purpose is for your task manager system and we don't ask those kinds of questions, then then, you know, we're really not helping you. That's not going to help. You're going to get something and then you're going to leave. And then in six months, you're going to feel like you have to start over again. So, um, you know, we have to address mindset, limiting beliefs and other roadblocks that have been getting, you know, have been getting in your way. What, at what point does somebody join you who has not, um, who, who hasn't gone down the path at, of, of these three points to coaching awareness acceptance and strategies like you don't nobody comes to you who's completely green right uh it happens i mean somebody that is just diagnosed and they don't know much about adhd yeah, yeah. it happens very low degree of awareness yeah maybe a lower degree of acceptance and probably no no strategies yet right they just know that something's not quite right they've got this diagnosis yeah. they don't really know what to do with it you know doctors don't really help you, um, you know, process it very much. Right. Um, yeah. college students, I would say definitely we wrap a lot of, um, 
in college, in college students, there's a lot of conversation around, around awareness of ADHD because they, I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, kids that are 19, 20 years old, they think they know everything, you know, so they're, oh, I can do that. Or that's not, you know, I've been, I've had ADHD since I was eight, but you know, when you're eight, it looks a lot different than when you're uh, a college student on your own for the first time trying to, to figure out school. So, you know, um, there's different areas around that. I have this, there, it has been a very rare occasion. And I want to just say that I only did this because I felt comfortable enough with the client that I thought, okay, this is, this is the only thing that he really needs. And that was a task manager system. He just wanted me to help him narrow one down and help him set it up. He had mm-hmm. gone through therapy. He'd gone through coaching. He really was just at a point that this is what he wanted. And he was very clear about it. And I felt good enough that, okay, I'm going to make that exception. But mm-hmm. I can tell you 99% of the time, that's not the case. We can't just go straight into strategies. They'll happen. Yeah. They'll come. We'll talk about yeah. them. But there's still a lot of other things that have to be addressed. Well, and so much of it goes into what we were talking about with Sharon last week, which is this idea that at some point you you reach that level of awareness, acceptance, and and willingness and readiness to change. Yes. And I I have to imagine that that transformation, that that like moment is the moment you're willing to start adapting to new strategies through coaching. Absolutely. Well, and that's why if you're in a deep depression, you're not going to be ready for coaching. Because coaching is about action. And if you can't act on something because you, you know, it's really difficult for you to do anything right now, you know, coaching, it's not the right time for coaching. Um, And I think, you know, every, every client is an individual experience. And so we have to, as coaches, meet you where you are at the time. And um, ethically, we need to make sure that we're not doing something that we shouldn't be doing because we are not trained therapists. Um, And if we're not sure if we should take this new client on as a client, then ask if you can talk to their psychiatrist or their therapist to see what they think, you know, would it help them? Would it not help them? Like, don't just assume that because the client says, yes, I want you, but you're getting something that you doesn't feel quite right. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to be ethical about it and do, you know, the right thing for the client. Uh, now, so let's, let's talk about the therapy question. Can we? Absolutely. So what is the difference that between like fundamentally, what do you do that a therapist doesn't and vice versa? Absolutely. So I want to reference back to our conversation with Dr. Sharon Celine. Um, therapy helps you in ways that a coach cannot. Why, why I, we were just kind of talking about the ethical pieces of it, um, of because what she was saying is that it's not just the ADHD. They're also working with the the depression, the anxiety and things like that. Um, Coaching works in ways that most therapists do not. So most therapists that I know of, unless they're also a coach, are not checking in with you during the week. They don't have an accountability plan. They don't have necessarily an action plan. Um, They're not necessarily keeping track of goals, right? I mean, so they're doing things that we can't do and they could do those things, but they would also be a coach as long, along with being a therapist. Um, Therapy supports you, um, 
with the ADHD, but again, with all the other conditions that come with ADHD, it, as she said, it's not usually just an ADHD focused relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, they will talk about your past experiences, trauma that you've endured, emotions. It's not just focused on the past, as she says, um, but it's connecting your past with your future and you know what you want now. Now, ADHD coaching is really focused on how ADHD is affecting you um, and right now. right now and what you want in yeah. the future. So I'm not saying that we don't look in the past, but I don't spend a lot of time on it either. Because to me, right. like, that's not going to help us. The only way that's going to help us is if we can look at it in a growth mindset where we can say, okay, what did we learned about this? What did actually work so that we can move forward? But we're mm-hmm. not going into the emotions that how you felt with how you grew up or what your parents, how they treated you or teachers, like that's not my place. That's a therapeutic, you know, therapeutic question. Um, and so I think that, you know, we ask a lot of questions. Um, coaches ask a lot of questions. We're curious. We want to learn more about you. We want to know the challenges. We want to know the strengths. We're also noticing things that we want to bring to your attention that maybe you haven't noticed, which are the patterns, you know, that the patterns of behavior, that habits that maybe you're doing, your mindset. I catch a lot of people with mindset, you know, well, wait a minute. You just said I can't. What do you mean by that? Yeah, you know, yeah. or they use words and they're not really sure what they mean. And so I'm asking mm-hmm. them to define it. Like, can you define that more so that we can dig dig in just a little bit deeper? Yeah. Um, I would say that, you know, just like therapy, ADHD coaches, we offer a very safe, non-judgmental place for you to talk about your ADHD. Uh, I, you don't have to explain it to me. I get it. Um, giving you time, it's giving you time to process out loud without having to explain. It l- gives you time to think. Um, you know, a lot of ADHD years are verbal processors and they need to be able to talk about it and uh and have those questions probed to them so that they can really think a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, but many of them will come up with their own ideas. Like, you know, I'll, I'll maybe say, okay, well, what do you think? about this strategy, you know, what if we tweak it? Like I'll give them guidance and, you know, suggestions, but a lot of times they already know they just need to work it through. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Well, and, and you can feel it when it, when it feels like home and, yeah. and only, you know, how, you know, how you live in your space. Only, you know, how you, you know, what your, your existing tools are that you have to work with. Right. So, you know, you figure out the strategies and then you get to, to massage the mm-hmm. the actual implementation. Well, the therapist isn't going to do that for you. Right. And I remember somebody, we had just had a session. We were talking about her time um, planning, like her calendar and everything and the planner. And she's like, you know, I don't think I could ever have a conversation about my planner with anybody else. 
<laughs> but you, you know, I'm curious why why is that? Be- why why is that? Because I think uh, there's some important. embarrassment, like oh, I should just have this like figured out, but I don't. And so, who am I going to mm-hmm. ask to help me um, without having to explain why it's hard? I think that you know, partners maybe don't want to sit down and work with you on how to use your planner or how to look at your calendar. You know, so when you can have um, somebody that isn't putting judgment on you and totally gets it and understands it and help you like that's a really valuable thing that that that's where coaching can really make a big difference for people is they get to talk about things that they can't talk about and a therapist isn't necessarily going to walk you through how to look at your calendar they may say oh go look at you know uh share your calendar because that might help i mean they may give you little ideas and stuff but they're not going to necessarily sit down and really dig into it. Yeah. Um, I would say that there are some gray areas uh, when it comes to to therapy and coaching, because, you know, I do talk about limiting beliefs. I do talk about ADHD shame. We talk about RSD. We talk about relationships. However, I will say there's a line. So um, I can talk about RSD and tell you what it is and how it was explained to us. And what some of the things are that people are doing, but I'm not going to be the therapist that's going to really help you work through that in a way that's cognitive behavior therapy, you know, that CBT It's like, it's different with relationships. I'm pretty clear that I'm not a marriage therapist and I don't want to be one. Um, and so I'll help a little bit on the surface, but I'll tell you most of the time, I recommend that they see Melissa Orlove, like go to her and for, you know, go to her. She's got that niche. I don't. Um, So as coaches, we need to know what we're comfortable with and what we're not. Well, and as a, as a, as a client, Mm -hmm. I, I need to know to expect that. Like there is a certain amount of adaptability, flexibility that I need to come to the whole experience with that. I may present a case that, my coach isn't isn't equipped to handle right and that's got to be okay too because that's that can be hard i know just from my own identity like i can get fixed in a relationship pretty easily mm-hmm. and uh and and so it can be hard i'm i am definitely a um um i i can be a throw in the towel guy mm-hmm. uh it, you know like if if there's something that that i run into headlong and i don't like if i don't preset my expectations that things could change. I'd be like, okay, well, this one thing doesn't work. I guess I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I wash my hands of you. Um, you know, Pete says referencing his, uh, now infamous therapist who liked to whiteboard a lot. Um, (laughs) like that was, (laughs) that was a little, that was just, that was too much. It was not okay. It was too much. You crossed the line with the whiteboard and the dry erase, man. I don't care for it. So, uh, like you, you just don't, you just don't know. And so I think, you know, it can be a conscious act of high calorie burn will to be flexible Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's okay for, for that to be, to be challenging. Absolutely. I, I just want to present that because if there's any question, if I'm ready to change and you present something to me that is, that challenges my ideological sort of change worldview, I, 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 I need to, I need to be preset. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and just one last note about therapy and and uh, and coaching. And we said this last uh, in the last episode too. It's a great 
um, it's a great group of people to have treating you. So if you can have a therapist and a coach and they're communicating and they're, you know, can talk to each other, I mean, that is like ideal support, you know? Um, And so it's, uh, I think it's great when therapists are like, oh yes, you know, get a coach. Like they recommend coaching as part of it, you know, I think is really awesome. So Um, so how do I know if I'm ready for coaching? This is a, you know, a question that gets asked a lot too. And I would say that a couple of things, are you in a place in your life right now that you're tired of being in? Um, we have talked about tolerations in the past, and this is that biggest toleration of I'm not happy. I'm stressed. I'm not getting joy out of my life. Something has to change. And you may not know what it is, and you may come to coaching thinking it's it's about fixing your calendar when it's really probably not. Uh, but you know, you don't know, but you're willing to figure it out. You're willing to try something new. So if you're feeling um, like you want to do something different, you're ready to take that action. The the best coaching experiences I have are people that are coming and they're excited and they want to hear, you know, what I have to say and what we can work on together. And they're going to try. That's huge. Mm-hmm. I want that phone inquiry. If if that person has chosen to work with me, I want them to be excited about it. I want them to be looking forward to that first coaching session um, because they see the opportunity and they're really willing to to do something different and see things from a different yeah. perspective. Um, but you have to be willing to do the work. I you told me this a long time ago, Pete, and you probably don't even remember this, but I was really upset about a client that wasn't doing well and she ended up getting fired from her job. And I totally felt like, oh my God, this is my fault. How did I let this happen? You know, and you said to me, you said, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And I, I actually really, you know, will refer to that again, because as a coach, all I want to do is help you. All I want to do is be a um, a resource for you and to be somebody positive. And then when you get something like that, it just feels like such a... Um, you know, uh, Oh, it's a blow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that's where you also have to say, okay, you have to do the work. If, if, and this is another example, if you and I have worked on a strategy that you're going to try and you've got the all or nothing thinking and you say, okay, well, I tried it on Monday, but it didn't work. So I'm not going to try it again. You're not as open-minded as you probably think you are. And you're not willing yeah. to do the work. Because you're just assuming that it doesn't work because it didn't work one time, but you never tried to do anything the rest of the time. So you really right. didn't try. And and so that's the thing is that you've got... It's like that one time I tried to ride a bike, but I fell off. So I'm so not going to do bikes it again. Are not, bikes are therefore not rideable by me. Right, right. Right. That's, that is absurd. I don't, it's, I don't know anybody who would, who would say but that. But that's a really like, good example. Absurd. Right, right. Yeah. And then right. if you aren't, and this is where coaching can be more successful for people. If you're not willing to go to your coach and just say that, like, okay, this is how I'm seeing it. Like I'm all or nothing thinking. I mean, like I just, you know, you have to be open for me to say, okay, what made you think that it was done after one day? And you'll eventually come to the conclusion yourself that that probably wasn't the most logical way of looking at it. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And you'll come up. It'd be like if you had a robot bike that said, no, wait, get back on and try yeah. again. Yeah. That's what we all need is a robot bike. We That's do. what an ADHD coach is. ADHD coach equals robot totally. bike. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Fixed it. Yeah. Uh, the other, <laughs> we fixed it, but I'm, I'm going to keep moving on. Plowing uh, <laughs> right through Pete's dumb joke. That's fine. That's all right. It's good. The other thing I would say is, are you ready to treat yourself with grace, acceptance, and not hold yourself to the standard that is so ridiculous that all you're going to do is feel disappointment? Um, so this really, again, goes back to what you're saying. We have to review your mindset. How do you see the world? How do you see yourself? And how do you see your ADHD? And how are all of those connected? And yeah. that's that's what we have to look at, right? And and coaching, again, I can't say it enough. It's not a passive process. It is an action-oriented um, journey. But I want people to know it's okay if you're not ready to do a whole new strategy. And all you really want to talk about right now is just how ADHD sucks. I mean, that's okay. Like we are yeah. there to meet you where you need to be met. And um, so it, even though I say it's action packed, it doesn't mean that you're doing something every single day just for coaching or just for yourself. And, yeah. and that's the um, piece that I want to go back to real quick. It's not just for coaching. People will feel like, well, I can't tell you the truth because I feel bad that I didn't do what I said I was going to do. They feel bad to me. I'm like, I'm the last person that you should feel bad about. Like, I really don't care what the end result is. I just want to know how you're feeling and how, how, what you're doing right now to get there. If you didn't actually get there, that's okay. You're not doing it for me. You know, so there's th that distinction yeah. too. Um, and you have to be willing to try and fail. I, I tell all of my clients that failing is not to be feared. This is not a bad word. We we want to try something and have it not work because then yeah. we know it doesn't work or we know we need to, you know, we need to tweak it. Sure. Okay. So, uh, yeah, if you're not honest with your coach, you're not ready for a coach. <laughs> That's one thing yeah. I wrote here. Um, the other thing I want to say is if you are somehow guilted or forced into coaching, it will not work. So unless you're doing it for yourself and you want it, it coaching won't work. If your partner tells you you need to do coaching, it's not going to work. Well, let me ask you, you work with a bunch of college students. Yeah. And I know in the past we've talked about college students who are referred to you by their parents. Absolutely. Almost all the time. Yeah. How, like, that seems to be an example that is set up for challenge. It is. And right? I tell them that right off, right out of the gate. If you... Your, your kids are old enough that they're not going to want to do it just because no. you say they should. And even because you're paying for it, right? right. You know that, right? right? And and I do. I set that up. I'll say, you know, if you're guilting them, if you're telling them they have to do this, it, it's not going to work. And it's certainly not going to work the way that you would like it to work. They have to be invested. They need to talk to me. They need to ask questions. They need to want this. They need to be curious about it. But if they're just doing it for you, it's not going to work. And what I'll tell people people is that, um, especially with college students, if it starts to look like, okay, well, this might work because yeah, maybe the, the student is pretty open to it. And it seems like it might be, uh, you know, let's, let's try it. But if I notice quickly that the person is coming to the sessions, how, how was the week? It was fine. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, you know. How, you know it's how not. Was it that wasn't ho- fine. How did that homework assignment go? It was fine. I turned it in. Yeah. Okay. It's not working. And so I'll give yeah. it a chance. You know, I'll start talking to the student and see, you know, how it's working. But I will also tell the client that, or I mean, the parent, I'm not, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste your time or his, his or her time. And I don't want to waste your money. It's not working. Yeah. So I, you know, yeah. they know from the very beginning that um, I'm pretty upfront about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. You offer both individual coaching and group coaching. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't, I mean, we talked uh, with Sharon about group therapy versus individual therapy and the benefits and and differences of working with a group. And I, I think it's probably important to talk about that. What do you get out of a group ADHD coaching environment? Absolutely. You know, and I do get asked this question a lot because they'll see that I have groups and then they'll see that I have individual coaching and what really is the difference. I, you know, group coaching is obviously with a group of people. So um, I'm holding different coaching groups, you know, around specific things. Um, Mm -hmm. What's great about groups is that it's this community um, of ADHD folks that, again, you don't have to explain anything. You don't have to yeah. tell them why something's happening. You'll just explain like, this is what's, this is my situation. And everybody's nodding their head. Like, yeah, I get that. I totally hear you. Mm-hmm. And so there's this connection that group, that, that, that the group actually really brings to each other. And that's really important. It's also awesome because you can learn not only from your coach, but you're also learning from other people and different pers- perspectives, um, you know, around the table, which is, is huge. Uh, group coaching is less expensive than individual coaching. Um, and it's because you're sharing the coach with the group, you know, you're not getting that individual, um, time. The topics can range and some topics you may not care about, you know? And so that's something too, that a conversation could happen in a group that you don't care about but you're in the group and that's just sort of the way that it, it has folded. Uh, I try as a leader to be careful of that, but it can happen, you know? Um, and there isn't a customation, uh, of systems or strategies necessarily in the groups where you're going to have a question. Well, yeah, I mean, in spite of the, the lack of just sort of customization of what you get, it's not like bespoke for you. The flip side of that is it's probably more accessible, right? Like somebody like you might be waiting in line for a long time to get an individual coaching relationship with somebody good. Uh, and I know you have a wait list yeah. right now that is uh, that's uh, that you're working through mm-hmm. slowly but surely. But groups, if you're willing to take on a group, you can get support maybe immediately. Absolutely. Uh, or, you know, depending on when the next group launches, that is something that is a real benefit. It's, you know, if you need help, that's one thing to consider. Well, what and, are you willing to give up in uh, your expectations yeah. of your relationship in favor of getting it soon? Well, and that's a really good point. And I'm glad you say that because in all of my groups, I am available to the group. So, you know, we'll, we'll communicate in between sessions, you know, whether it's Slack or discord or however the group is communicating, um, you know, they can ask me questions and I'm, I'm going to get back to them. We can bring up certain topics in the coaching group, um, because you brought it up and I know other people care about it too. So, I mean, there is a lot of, it's not individual attention necessarily, but you still could get 
stuff answered that you influence. need. Influence. Yeah, influence. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I have had people who have started with me individually to go to group uh, coaching, coaching mm-hmm. groups, and I've had it reverse. I've had somebody, you know, different people that will go to the coaching group and then say, no, I need something a little bit more individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, of course, the individual coaching it's all about you. It's customized to you. The conversations are always centered on what you need, what, what you want. I have no agenda. Um, you get the coaches full attention and support text messages, check-ins. Um, you know, these things happen, um, with the individual clients and that's why it's more, you know, that's why it's more expensive is it is definitely more time consuming in a lot of ways, um, than, than coaching groups. And so there is a difference. I think there's a place for, um, you know, I can see the pros and cons for, for anyone. It's just a matter of figuring out Mm -hmm. what they need. Well, this has been a, it's been a great exploration of what the coaching environment is. If you've never considered coaching, at least now you have some options and, you know, we're even going to follow up. Uh, we've got a blog post that's going to be live. I think by the time this show goes out, yes. mm-hmm. we'll have a blog post that, that will sort of continue the conversation, uh, and, and help you understand what you can expect when coaching is working. How do you know? What are the things, the insights that you'll that you'll experience uh, as a result of your coaching relationship? And that's that's a little bit of a longer conversation, but perfect for a blog post. Absolutely. Follow. What do you think? I love it. So I want right. to I want to close it down because I know there was a lot of talking um, in the last few weeks. We have been talking about treatment for ADHD as a whole, and and it's like a puzzle. There's so many pieces to it, and uh, I know we've talked about medication, therapy, and coaching, but I also have to say there's there's um, a, you have to also look at your self-care, your overall self-care. How much exercise are you getting? This is so important to ADHD. Nothing to do with losing weight. It's all about the dopamine that you're um, filling your mind with. It can help you focus. It helps you feel better about yourself. I mean, exercise is really important. Nutrition, if you're eating donuts and sugar food all the time or fast food, it's not going to help your ADHD. Sleep, huge factor. If you're not getting a good night's sleep, that's going to affect your ADHD the next day. Stress management, how do you handle your stress? that's all going to make a difference. Balance, you know, we don't want to just always be working. I always tell people the to-do list is not like, you're not going to, you're going to be okay if not everything gets done on the to-do list. Like let's put things in perspective, balance. So I just want to be clear that none of these factors should be forgotten. They're all part of the whole ADHD treatment. Well, and look at at how they relate to one another, too. Mm-hmm. Everybody, this is so important. If your life is out of balance, if you don't have strategies for managing your stress, you're not going to sleep well. And if you don't sleep well, you're going to start making poor decisions around your nutrition. You're going to make the easy decisions around the food that you put in your body. And if you're making those decisions, you're going to feel more lethargic and more apathetic around exercise. Like all of these things work together. They do. And they are they're directly connected to your your ability to be long term, sustainably successful successful in integrating ADHD into your life as a way that's positive and not as you opened the conversation, something that you're constantly fighting against. Right. So good. All right. Thank you, Nikki Kinzer. Thanks for thanks for being an able teacher today. Thank you. And thank you everybody for downloading and listening to this show. Uh, I hope you all have taken the time to go get your matching Nikki Kinzer matching coaching hats <laughs> uh, so that you can look like either Carrie Bradshaw or Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> 
Uh, your choice. Uh, we appreciate your time and attention. Don't forget, if you have something to contribute to this conversation, head over to the Show Talk channel in Discord. That's where we're going to be. And uh, you can join us there by becoming a supporting member at the deluxe level. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. Happy, uh, happy holidays. Happy New Year. And we will see you next year. Next year. Ah. Isn't that crazy? Right here. Crazy. Wow. I'm taking control. The ADHD Podcast. Mm-hmm.